Welcome to It's All Connected, a Marvel Studios podcast. It's all connected. Everything. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to It's All Connected. This is episode 120. Uh, this is Russell Latham, and join with me are Daryl Taylor. Hello. And back from a, an unanticipated hi- hiatus, Matthew Arrow. Hey. How are you, sir? I'm doing well. Yeah, sorry I keep uh, bailing on like every other episode, it seems like. No, it's it's just life, man. Schedules and stuff. So Yeah. It's been fairly quiet. We, I, we were talking before we recorded. There's no real news this week. I mean, I, I mean, the only thing newsworthy I was able to pull that might be worth even mentioning is the numbers are looking really good for Black Panther. Uh, hard to believe that we're, by the time this episode posts, we'll be about a month away from Black Panther dropping. And it's looking like a $90 million opening weekend, which is, which is pretty well, awesome. Yeah, Black Panther will have the Wonder Woman factor. Yeah. In yeah. terms of there's a lot of a lot of us of color that are like looking forward to this movie that we will even if you don't even know Black Panther, you know, you don't know the comics at all. You you just you just kind of go see this see this movie because you you know the character even if you didn't yeah. read the comics, you just knew. Yeah. You know. It it definitely seems like it's pulling in a lot of like non-traditional superhero movie fans, like in terms of opening weekend, especially like, I think it might be even bigger than wonder woman in that it might open really big instead of wonder woman was kind of like a slow build. Yeah. No, and similar to wonder woman, like black Panther kind of has that real positive reaction in. Mm-hmm. So wonder woman had really positive reaction in Batman versus Superman. A lot of people say that was the best thing about the movie. Um, yeah. and kind of similar with, with, uh, civil war. Like he, he's kind of got that bounce from civil war where people, you know, really seem to like, you know, the, the character, the actor, what they were doing with it, um, right. just the way he showed up. So I think that helps kind of give it a little bit of a bounce here. So, yeah. And there's been no negative stuff about the movie at all. Yeah. Like there's been yeah. no behind the scenes mention at all, at all. Yeah. Like, no, yeah. like. Extended, you know, reshoots, no script nope. nonsense, no, no, yeah, no, no and, and the cast, stuff. the cast is huge too. I mean, yeah. it's like, I, th- it might be the most star-studded like Marvel cast so far. I think that's going to go got, a long way too. Yeah, like, it's prestige got more black names. people. Yeah, it's got more black people than Roots. <laughs> <laughs> it is, I mean, it's. it's I, I think it's going to appeal to like so many like different s- segments of film goers and just, Oh, I think it was uh, surprise. Will. Like, but I mean, it really has that cultural factor to it. I mean, we yeah, have oh, not for, seen for sure. like we have not as a person of color. We have not seen since blade. Right. Yep. We have not really had like a, a, and blade wasn't really a superhero. He was a more of an anti-hero, Right. But yeah. to have like a superhero of color, you know, just be the the focal yeah. point of it, and and so many actors wanted to be a part of it because of that. Right, right. 
And, and just also like showing a, a whole nother country. We've seen, you know, almost every blockbuster is set in the U.S. Yeah. May, maybe Europe, but, you know, to see. This is totally different. Like, yeah, yeah, I think that I've heard uh, quite a few people saying, you know, like, even though they like, even liking the Marvel movies, they kind of feel like they're, they're in the same vibe. Yes, yes, definitely. But Black Panther, it's like, it's not, re- his story is different. It's, this is not yeah. a, you know, is I get it- powers, I go out, I, you know, like I become this, this superhero, yeah. I go out. He's not even really a superhero to him. Yeah, he's like a rule. I mean, he's a rule, like, right. he has a country to manage, you know? I mean, that's, right, right. There's, that's there's some pretty interesting stuff to do. I mean, on so many levels, it's just doing mm-hmm. things that we haven't seen in superhero movies or blockbusters. Right. I mean, and then you have Creed. I mean, then you have all the people that love Creed, right? Yeah. The, yeah. Who are not superhero fans at all. They don't even think about it, right? Yeah. But the, and Fruitvale the Station. And, and Fruitvale I mean, Station. All of that is like the cultural significance of all of that mixed together. I'm just waiting for someone to say something racist online so then people can say, I'm going to go see it four times yeah. just to <laughs> fight against it. Like, yes. there's always some of that in any movie. I don't care what it yeah. is. Like, somebody will say something about Wonder Woman they did. You know, like, it it doesn't matter how good, you know, how much good grace the the production has. There'll be something negative, like on purpose, and then it'll be like we have to fight against that. Like uh, that's the only thing that's missing from this story so far. Yeah. Yeah. So Matthew, Daryl, and I, and we had Jim Jim Dietz on last week uh, to talk about the Marvel Fox deal, and yeah. you know we've kind of just been catching up on stuff. So I'm curious. What your since we haven't gotten kind of gotten your hot take on uh, the, the Marvel <laughs> Fox, the Disney Fox thing? Yeah, it might, I mean it might be a cold take at this point, but <laughs> I think um, I don't know. You know, I've been I've been trying to grapple with it with like some friends and and talking about it, and just it, it it really is such like a big thing, and it's you know it's hard to ignore that it's a corporate merger and people are going to lose their jobs and the Murdochs are going to make more money and all these sorts of things that like you, you can't ignore, but just trying to boil it down to sort of like a creative thing. Um, I think it'll be interesting. I, I don't, I feel like I'm more in the positive camp than I've seen a lot of people. Um, I don't really have a fear of, of Disney, like ruining any of the, the big franchises at all. I, I think if they're buying all these things, they're going to keep them sort of in the area they've been in. Um, you know, Disney has like touchstone pictures where they put out, you know, PG 13 and sometimes R rated movies. And I don't think anybody even knows that Disney owns it. So this is a little different, but I don't see any reason why they're clearly going to make some sort of banner for some of these movies. You know, it's not going to be Disney presenting an alien movie or, uh, the Simpsons, you know? So, I don't know. Part of me thinks that things will just keep going as normal. And then obviously it'll be interesting to see, you know, X-Men Fantastic Four, like what happens there. Uh, but at the same time, it, it's it's hard to imagine we're going to get as many of those movies every year as we did when they were being put out by two different studios. So, right. right. You know, I don't I, I don't know. I, I if it had kept going the way it was forever, I think it could have been fine. I think the X-Men are so separate already that, you know, having them in sort of a different universe, like, I don't think is that big of a deal, really. It feels like that's how they are in the comics sometimes. So 
But now that it is happening, I, you know, it's definitely sort of a surreal experience to think this came out of nowhere and it's only a few years after the Spider-Man deal and yeah, just what the possibilities are, especially with, I mean, the timing is sort of, you know, uncanny, uh, pun somewhat intended, and that, <laughs> you know, we're coming to the, the beginning of Phase 4, we're coming to the, you know, the next two Avengers movies, which are these huge things, and it's if there was any time to try and incorporate some of these characters, it's it's like the perfect time because by the time they get the deal ironed out and all that, it'll be you know twenty nineteen anyway. So yeah, I mean, it, there it, one of the things we didn't we kind of split the conversation in two parts. One one was like what we think it means to the MCU, and then was like what do we think of this deal in general? And right, <clears throat> there are kind of two different conversations because I think we're very yeah yeah we're very ambivalent i think we're very of two minds on the the concept of the merger from a creative from an overall creative perspective and what the you know what disney having that much box office power and you know competing against itself and all that kind of stuff you know what all that means versus like what's cool about it from the mcu perspective but i it's funny because it you know just in the last couple weeks since this the the news came out one of the things I've seen is, well, you know, it, it does have to go through regulatory approval. And while to to a large degree, I don't think that current that current political climate will nix this, but you never know. I mean, there yeah, it could still it could still get shut down. It, it it could, but I think even if it does, I think what'll end up happening is it'll be it'll be more like a an auction style. So yeah, I, I think yeah. I think Marvel will get its properties regardless of whether or not this deal goes through. Because Fox has yeah. made it pretty clear like they don't want to be in the film business anymore. That's just not what yeah. they want to do. So Yeah, I could definitely see Disney buying up like all the Marvel stuff and Avatar. Yeah. And like the rights to the A New Hope. Um right. And just little things like that and then being like, yeah, you know, screw it. We don't need the rest. Like whoever wants it. Yeah. So, and, and it, that, that might actually be the sort of best case scenario in a way, because Disney gets some more stuff that it already has a stake in, but it doesn't get everything. And yeah, I don't know. I mean, I was just looking at like the numbers just came in for the box office this year and Disney came in first place with, you know, six something billion domestically. Yeah. Um, or I'm sorry, it was like two billion domestically, uh, with Warner Brothers like right behind them. But you know, Disney put out like 12 titles this year. Warner Brothers put out 31. So yeah, and Fox was in like fourth or fifth place. So even if you kind of take Fox out and you add their total, which I think was only in the millions, um, to Disney's, and you say maybe they ratchet up their titles, it's not like it's necessarily year after year going to be that much of a boon to them unless they severely increase, you know, how many movies they're putting out. So, you know, even if they put out four or five movies a year, I think, you know, a studio like Warner brothers is right on their tail in terms of box office domination. So yeah, it's, it's not like Disney is, has a huge lead. Actually Disney's total went down this year, whereas Warner brothers went up from last year. So I don't know. I, I think there's still going to be plenty of competition and, and it's also going to open up space for another studio to, you know, step in. Um, 
So, so I'm not really worried about it in terms of the competition. I don't think it's going to be creative, creatively stifling in any way. <sighs> it's it's definitely interesting. Yes, and it I'm, is. I, I can't wait to see how it all shakes out. Yeah, because it's one of the biggest disruptions I think we've ever seen in the entertainment industry. Uh, yeah, I, I in, mean, in some time, <clears throat> I, I think probably since Netflix, I would say, I would say, yeah, yes. yeah. Um, so what do you? Th- what, one of the things we didn't, I, I after we had our conversation last last week, I was like, oh, one of the things we forgot. What do you guys think odds are that? In Avengers four, either post credit scene or somehow, but more than likely post credit, that we see if this provided the deal goes through, that we see some acknowledgement or some some teaser of what's to come with this new license acquisition. I think. So. I mean, considering how fast they acted on Spider Man actually playing a part in Civil War, it seems definitely possible that we could get some sort of little nod. May I mean the? I was thinking they would maybe do a little nod to you, uh, Jackman, or something. Like yeah. for the second one, like if they, if they, or if they open up the thing and they say that they've discovered this new uh, zone world, you know, a negative zone or something. Yeah, where there's more Earths or something like that, just to kind of, kind of say all the stuff. It happened. It all, you know, it all counts. It all happened. Um, And, you know, we're, when they start their new thing, this will be their, you know. Yeah, yeah. New world. You know, something to say that. Like, or wouldn't it be fantastic if we (laughs) had someone to, you know, something silly like that. Like, wouldn't it be for someone to explore? Because the only part we've ever gotten close to is the Ant-Man stuff, right? And they really didn't. Of new worlds, I mean, right, they really right. didn't get into it too much, but uh, I would think that that would open it up because they've kind of stayed away from that—the multiple Earths kind of thing. You know, they kind of, kind of got away from that. If, if they, they don't even want to do magic, is magic? It's just, uh, you know, yeah. technology. Even, even in Runaways, they they reinforce yep. the. Yeah, this is just technology that's advanced. It's not yeah. really magic. Um, so I could see them kind of maybe doing that, like giving a nod. It'd probably be easier for the second Avengers film after this oh, thing yeah. else was. Yeah, I don't do see it. it happening in Infinity War at all. Yeah, I, I think I, I, I don't. I think at this point it'll be an overt. I think in the fourth Avengers movie we'll see some sort of overt reference. Yeah, that's just me. yeah. And I mean, my my running theory right now is that Avengers four is going to. Uh, pull like a secret wars uh style thing and i think we might see a sort of reboot in phase four like a soft reboot you know maybe some actors switch out that's the Mm -hmm. opening for x-men and things or like you were saying multiple worlds where it all kind of converges in some way like i think if we keep if if marvel keeps ratcheting up what they're doing in theaters compared to comics They've already done a shared universe. They're doing this ma- these massive team-ups. I definitely think, like, if anyone's going to coherently introduce the idea of, like, a multiverse in a in a movie universe, it's going to be them. So, Well, it's so funny that just in the recent comic, the Ultimate Universe is back again. Like, they yeah. had, remember, they had ended it. Now, yep. 
they find out that, oh, it's been going, it's still continuing. It's been going on all along. Right. And that's still with, based off of, like, the Secret Wars stuff, because, like, uh, Reed and Sue and mm-hmm. his kids are out there, like, rebuilding the multiverse. Right. Which they showed in that Legacy one-shot. So, Well, as we even to see the team, the <laughs> it's funny to see the makeup of the Ultimate Universe team, which a lot of the Marvel Universe is owed to the Ultimate Universe, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, sure. It's it's a grown it's a it's an older Spider Man right we have Spider Man on there with uh, Captain America and I think Thor Hulk. Thor it had Hulk and it had and it had another Iron Man it had a it had the Riri yeah yeah so it's like it's funny that they you know kind of put that out there <clears throat> yeah I mean I it's like the more I look at Infinity War, it doesn't look like it has anything to do with Infinity Gauntlet or Infinity War. It no, looks like not at John- all. It-, <laughs> it looks like Jonathan Hickman's Infinity Run. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. In a lot, lot of like in a lot that. of ways. So yeah. I mean that has Thanos coming to Earth, that has Wakanda being attacked, that has the Black mm-hmm. Order. Yes. Mm-hmm. So the thing that you know, everything that Hickman built up into Infinity fed right into Secret Wars. So yeah. I could kind of see, I mean, a very, very loose adaptation. I don't think we'll see, like, Battle World and all that stuff, but just the idea of, like, this things getting really cosmic, getting really trippy and heady, and then there being this sort of time-reality warp. And the universe is just not big enough. It's not built big enough in the movie universe to be Infinity Gauntlet, right? right? right. Like, it's just too hard to do that because you don't have everything back. You You don't have everything established. You don't have... Quit, you don't have Silver Surfer. You don't have the the FF, you know, established yet. Like so, it's like you can't really, you can't really go that route. So I could understand why. It's funny because I can understand why they would go the route with Hickman because they kind of either put a lot of characters to the side, or they died, or they disappeared, or you know, they're easier yeah. to uh, to do that story. The more modern. Story. Yeah, and it's a very like cinematic story, and it, you know, Inhumanity was mm-hmm. part of that, and that's already been done on Shield. Yeah, kind of, there's and, there's no FF. You don't have to worry about yeah, that really. Yeah. I mean, they can kind of push that aside. It was, you know, well, right, yeah. and it even gives them the opening that like maybe the FF have been out there this whole time, and yep. that's why yep. they haven't been on Earth, or you know, it, right. it just it gives them a lot of leeway to to just like try something radically new and. If, the, if anyone's going to do it with a, a cinematic universe, it's going to be them. I mean, yeah. you know, so far only them and Lucasfilm have been able to pull it off successfully. So. Yeah. We talked yeah. about it last week, but even things like in, in Avengers 4 that we've seen where it looks like they're filming or or rehashing scenes or going back to – we've seen right. Hiddleston right. And, and Hemsworth dressed like they were in Avengers – We've seen, right. you know, um, uh, we talked about last week too, but Evangeline Lilly and her Hope Van Dyne, you know, haircut from Ant from Ant Man, and you know, just just other things like where we've seen it's it's either they're going to flashback to that stuff for a specific purpose, or there's some meddling, or whatever the case may be. So yeah, I think it, I think I mean, if we look at Shield these past couple seasons. It's been all about like looking back at the past, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we're talking about it'll be the culmination of the MCU, eleven years running, the end of Phase Three, the start of Phase Four, 
it just seems like the whole thing is designed to be this sort of like love letter to themselves, you know? So what else is going to top Infinity War? What else is going to top like Thanos coming, everybody teaming up? Like they have to find some way to ratchet it up. And I think by just making it this insane, like multiverse time reality jumping, you know, thing, like it could be that we get a taste of like the gauntlet in Infinity War, but it's Avengers Four where maybe it lets loose, or maybe someone else has it, and we just see like the all the crazy like reality and time bending stuff like really let loose. And then when it's all like when the smoke clears, like we're in a world that looks really similar, but there's some differences, you know. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, that could do that. Cool stuff. Interesting, interesting, interesting things. Um, so yeah, I guess that's our our speculation corner. Um, yeah. <laughs> so uh, one of the things we want to do is is get caught up this week on Agents of Shield, uh, finish out the Punisher, and then finish out not finish out, but get caught up on Runaways, I should say. Um, and so we talked about the first few episodes of of Agents of Shield. Um, and we've had two, we've had, you know, episodes four and five. Um, the, the, I think the main one that's worthy of, of discussing really is, is last week's episode called Rewind. Um, yeah. which, which gave us a lot of, of cool stuff, mainly, um, bringing Hunter back, which I thought was, was really awesome. Uh, and, you know, he even talked about, about Bobby and, <laughs> You know, one of the things uh, oh that that I'll mention just right off the off the bat is Talbot's dead. Like he's dead, dead. <laughs> like yeah. Like I I think we thought for a while that maybe it was an LMD or maybe it wasn't what we thought it was. But uh, no, he's he's gone. He's dead. Okay. Yeah. I wasn't. I, I have to say I wasn't totally clear on that in the episode. I couldn't tell whether they were saying he was like in a coma or something. You know, it is a comic book show. Um, yeah, no, I think they but, said like they they because they want Daisy for the murder of. Oh, of okay, I must have missed that. Wow. Okay, yeah. well, mm-hmm. that's an unceremonious way to remove a fan know, favorite right? character. <laughs> like, uh, but he's like in everything. Um, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Adrian Pazdar, like he's he showed up in he's been in like two different shows or something, just even uh, recently. Yeah, I mean, any voices? He's Iron in that Man USA on the show. What's the about the alien invasion? What's the name? Uh, uh, colony. Uh, right, right. He's he's like a regular in that, and uh, he there was something else he showed. He was in recently. Oh, Supergirl. He was he's Morgan Edge in Supergirl. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah he's basically uh, Lex Luthor. Yeah, of, uh, of Supergirl right now. Yeah. That's right. I forgot the, about the that. second time they've done that. Yeah, <laughs> after uh, Maxwell Lord. <laughs> Yeah, him and Piper, the crossover characters. Uh, right, right, yeah, <laughs> totally, uh, totally. Oh my god, just combine them. Just let the Marvel TV should just separate from the movies and just join up with DC TV. <laughs> yes, we'll have the amalgam TV universe. Yes. You might as well. That is such a. I you know I do feel kind of sad every time I watch Ages of Shield, and I. And it, you know, and then I think about the movies, how, how they're just when Marvel's Agents of Shield ends, like it's just gonna end. 
Like that's it. Yeah. Like I don't I don't think there's gonna be much to it because you're not gonna get a you know, I don't think you're gonna get any kind of a uh a nod to, in the movies to it. At least yeah. not right now. I mean, you know, like it looks like they close it up shop, everything's gonna go to go to that app <laughs> yeah. when, when the time comes. Um you know, because there's no shows repeat. You know that's going to replace it, and in, in the universe like that. Uh, but yeah, I just, I just, I just feel, I just like, damn, why do they have to suffer? Because you know, they just feel like they're being punished for something they have nothing to do with. Yeah. Um, yeah. That you could tell that they're kind of closing up shop. You can kind of, I don't know, it just feels that way on Agents of Shield, and I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying the season. Still, but it just kind of feels like you know this is yeah, for, yeah this I, is it. I agree. Even more, yeah. Like, last season, even it felt like reinvigorated. It, yeah. it felt last season, you know, with bringing in Ghost Rider and just mm-hmm. the energy that it had. And this one, this uh, I mean, granted, we're five episodes in, but it has that very like depressing, kind of downbeat. Like, hey, we need to we need to resolve this so we could come back and have this. Happy ending, right. uh, and and just kind of right off into the sunset. Because you never got shit. I mean, Shield has never gotten back to prominence, has it? No. Like Mm-mm. it, bri- like, like every very briefly last season, and now it seems like yeah, it's, it's just right back to where it was. As soon as it gets that kind of thing, like yeah, we have established again, and the and the world you know knows about us, and and we are the peacekeeper. Boom! It all goes to hell. <laughs> There's you know like there. They're they're framed again for murders they didn't commit, and yeah. now they're menaces all over again, and they're on the run. And basically, they're at the diner. Like it almost felt like it could have ended that way. They're at the diner, and it's almost like, that, eh, that, well, it was a good ride. That was a very yeah. Whedon. I mean, we talked about it at the time, but that was like a very Whedon yeah. ending. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, to you know, to 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 last season, but uh, but it was it was kind of cool. The one thing I will say about this episode. Is when you look back at it, if they just were going to bring Fitz to the future, why didn't they just send him to begin? Like it to me, it didn't make a whole lot of sense because he didn't. Other than bringing their stuff, he didn't. He mm-hmm. doesn't bring any knowledge, right? Like he doesn't. No, no. Like I thought, okay, he shows up in the future because he has knowledge, um, you know, to give them or or has has something right. something in there. But I really thought that they would kind of do a weird kind of like with the postcard where they would be able to, he would be able to send messages to them or, or they would be able to send stuff back to him or something strange like that. I think, I think what he does is he brings Enoch. Yeah. I think there's something to the two of them that, that we're going to see in the next be, episode, because like some Enoch sort of plan is, or info. Right. Cause Enoch's been alive this whole time. So right. Enoch is basically, you need someone that has the intel that's not just on that ship because they have no one they can get the information from of what's going on in the universe. They only know the bits and pieces uh, of what the Kree are doing here. Like they only, right. and he's not even a favorable person in the Kree. He's he's pretty much been the laughing stock dude. You know, the one that they really have no respect for. So you need to know what is the makeup of the Cree right now? Like what, you know, like what is the, the deal? Is there any, you know, what are the other races? How, what, what is their outlook on this? Cause where are they taking these inhumans? Like what are they doing? Are they out there in the universe just using them as soldiers or something? Like what are, 
what is the deal with that? We don't know yet. Yeah. Yeah, it almost either that or they're using it for sport. I mean, it almost or that, yeah, or know. just sport. Yeah, I think they're they're just maybe general purpose, like you know, slave class, like soldiers or whatever they want to use it, them for. It feels like, yeah, it feels like they're used like the elite get to use them for. You know, if I want a security guard or something, yeah. or, or which kind of is what the Kree's original intention. And making the Inhumans was anyway. So yeah, yeah. Now they're just yeah. selling them out to whoever. Yeah. The, instead the, of using them themselves. Yeah. A couple cool things from this episode is is one the whole him yelling at the soccer matches. Yeah. I thought it was just really funny. Um, and obviously yeah. there was a purpose, you know, behind it. He was exaggerating it so he could, um, write in the in the. Magazine. I like that though. I like how, and I wonder what truth there is to that in terms of espionage we always go so far in that but it's like oh sure but it's funny how but they're but it's usually very like i knowing someone in the cia who used to be there it's not that special <laughs> like the stuff that we see on tv it's like you know it's so big and and there's code words and all this kind of it's, stuff it's much more mundane it, than that <laughs> it's much more mundane it's like little messages here and there and using like no one thinks that you you can use fandom and create you know like how people get about it's very cold anything. war sports it's very right. cold war yeah. it's, it's, very it's cold definitely war. definitely a remnant of like a super wartime you know like pre-modern Sort of thing, but that I think we've never gotten over as like audiences. Like we still want, yeah. still want to believe that it's like that. Oh, we want James Bond. We want, yeah. we want, we want diamond. We want laser diamonds, and you know, like we want to, we want to see a whole big thing. But a lot of times, it's just sending messages from a newspaper, just putting a message in a newspaper sometimes, yeah. or, or you know, little connections or an advertisement or, or yeah. something, and that's it. That's all they need. You, you feed that. It, and it is the, I mean, overall, even with all the technology we have, it's always hackable, right? So, yeah. But to leave to, but to be able to, like, you know, back in World War One and Two, they put messages in books, they put messages in 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 newspapers. I mean, it was, you know, like it was just that's something you still can't decipher most times yeah. unless you know what you're looking for. If you don't have the code, like if you don't have the breaker to that particular code. You'll never figure it out. I don't care how many computers you get because they don't know the cons. They don't. They don't know what the, the 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 thing is to look for to be able to break it. So it was just. I kind of like how you know, like he they just went just old school. Like that's pretty much. It is more realistic than you think. Yeah. For him to do it that way. But I love we got. <clears throat> fits to say what the bloody hell. Like I just I missed. Oh yeah, it's I missed this yeah. <laughs> bloody. Hell. <clears throat> yeah. So that was that was great. But we find out he's been yeah. he's in there six months. So that was kind of cool too to just kind of see how long he was trying to work on a plan to get out of there, and just that the whole thing was just nonsense. Like he was. How is he not crazy right by now? I, I think it was the books, right? Like he kept telling him, "Oh, I need to just I could figure this out. I just need to research," and yeah. th that was all a ruse. Like he. But I mean, everything he's gone through. Oh, sure, sure. Uh, like, how are you not nuts by now? I mean, I think he is a little bit. <laughs> well, I think he got to be. Like, he, you know, function, you know, functioning madness. 
you got you. I mean, he still hasn't recovered from that framework in his head. Like that's still there. Well, you could tell this episode specifically. I mean, where he goes. Yeah. Um, you know, he kind of goes, uh, you know, super soldier or one man army uh, kind of thing. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That scene with him, uh, when him and Hunter were like getting on the, the Quinjet. The Zephyr. Mm-hmm. And he, oh, the, right, right. The Zephyr. The Zephyr. And he, yeah. Like, uh, you know, does his little slow-mo icer. Yeah. Yes. I love that. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, after all this time, like he, he knows what he's doing. Yes. He's been in the field a lot. <laughs> He's got a lot of he's got a lot of uh, different experiences in his head. That yeah, that whole frame, you know, scary, obviously right? the framework stuff bleeding through. Yeah, that's true. I didn't mm-hmm. even think about yeah. him in the framework too. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a lot of stuff. Like, and we find out crazy. the rest of the crew is in 2091. So that's how far away they are. So, mm-hmm. so that was cool. I liked. I also liked how they tied in um, the the little girl. Who was um, uh, Polly yeah. Hinton? So it's her husband was the guy that if he touched you, he would see how you died. Right, um, that's right. 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 Which they that. used for season three with like the big mystery of like who is going to die on the Quinjet in space. That was, yeah. that was the biggest mystery that season. Yeah, yeah, was, uh, yeah season four actually. So that was a good yeah. good callback to that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that was cool, and it's his daughter, and so she was an Inhuman as mm-hmm. well, and so her deal is um, she's kind of become withdrawn. Uh, and she just communicates via pictures. Uh, so. Yeah, it seems to be, and I, I can't remember there was someone like that whose power was like that in the comics too, but it seems to be the way, the way they were saying is that her power came too early. Right, right. And and so yeah. now she sees all these different realities, you know, all these different possibilities that could happen in the future. It's just too much for one brain to take, especially at a young age. Yeah. Yeah. So she, her brain, so like they said, her brain just shut down a little bit. And, you know, to allow her to even survive. Yeah. Which is sad, too. Like the father dies that way. And then, you know, the daughter still, you know, she didn't really have a life. Yeah. You know. But it was cool. It was a cool little tie back. And then this, this, uh, Mm -hmm. Enoch guy is basically just the, you know, he's Uatu the Watcher. <laughs> I mean, he pretty much He's just... the Watcher with the name of the guy. There's a guy, there was a name of a guy in the Marvel comics uh, that was Enoch, who was like a, uh, some kind of, uh, scientist or something. And he, and he, he kind of was used the wrong way and any, and he, but he was good or something like that. But it's funny how they, they use that name, but it's basically the Watcher. Yeah, it's basically the Watcher. Yeah. Right, and also sort of the observers from Fringe who were kind of inspired by the Watchers anyway. Yeah, yeah, because oh, so it's like a nice so full, yeah. full circle sort of thing. Oh, how good! Because he's yeah. very much like the observers, you know, like yeah, yeah, yeah. I, just, I but, miss that show. I love used to love that show. Yeah. yeah, but he's also like, I mean, we also know that he doesn't. He, he looks different. I mean, he's wearing like a, a like a person suit. Because mm-hmm. he's right. the one in the in the first episode who, like, you know, we see him his little routine in the morning. So, right, at it's some point, funny. He's, he's something. It's funny that. how they use they use two people to make the watcher right. Like the girl, like the watcher sees all that. He would see all the possibilities because he's that powerful. Right, but right. Instead of putting it in one being, it's like you have the girl and he only follows what the girl tells him. Like if the girl puts it out there that this is what happens, 
he does it. If it's not in there, though, he won't. Like, I'm supposed yeah, to help yeah. you now. So it's in. She wrote it. It's supposed to happen that I'm supposed to help you now. So you get help. Before that, you weren't even a thought. You were not. You were not in the pictures. You're not in the prophecies. You're not a thought. You weren't. You weren't important to the mission. Yeah. Kind of thing. So it's just. It's just. It's 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 funny how they put that all together, and they just they just did two people. They just made it two people to to do that. And I <clears throat> I like the hunter stuff. It was kind of cool because he even talked about Bobby, and he's like, "Yeah, we're together, but we're separate." Yeah. So. Yeah. It was just kind of funny where he's like, "Yeah, the, we we find we work better when we're a, still a couple, but we pretty much right. work apart from each other." Which is so they pre- they pretty much did it like if you ever if we could ever get her, if there's ever a chance that we could do something else with these characters, we are not gonna we're not gonna eliminate that chance yeah. again. Yeah. We're not gonna play that game. Still want to make it the biggest okay. mistakes I think they made. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I most agree. definitely. Yeah, they did. They totally did. They they put all their eggs in that in that most wanted show. Like, yeah. it was just they. And I, I get it. Like, if anyone's mm-hmm. going to lead a, a sh- another show, like they they definitely had the charisma to do it. Yeah. But you know, it's a it's a shame to lose them from the MCU a bit. Yeah. But. I don't know where I. That's I don't think we're getting these people in the MCU ever again. Like, what what would they possibly yeah. be put in now? I mean, well, look at Black Widow. Basically, just stole Mockingbird's thing for Infinity yeah. War. She's blonde. She's got the yeah. same suit, yeah. and she's got a, a long staff that breaks into two. Yeah, yeah. So I, it's I swear, like, it's they almost, were just like, hey, that's a great idea. <laughs> I swear to God, it's almost like doing it on purpose, just to just to be like neener. It's, yeah, it's like know, they test stuff on Shield, and then they're like, "If it works, you're like, yeah, we'll put that in the movie. Yeah. We'll take it." I guess that's what DC does too. They're like, "Oh, you you spent five years building up Deathstroke. Yeah, he's ours now, and you can't use him anymore." Yeah, yeah. Well, the mo- I think with the movie thing, they they pull a lot from the video games that are very popular too, right? So Deathstroke in the video game is it's been pretty popular. Like they they go by that as well, like design sure, yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah. So that they pull more from that, I think, than they do, only because they have more gaming systems, right? That, that's kind of right. I, I just, yeah, it just seems like they they've taken a lot of things that worked pretty well on the CW oh, and that, they're like, oh, that. yeah, I think uh, let's let's throw a big budget behind that now. And it's funny how they're giving it back. Yeah, they gave them back Deathstroke, and they let him be good now. Well, but they they just announced that he can't be used anymore. Oh, he did it again today. Did yeah, it like, like, like la- yeah, it was well, like last gonna... week. I think one of the sh- oh, I, I think Mark Guggenheim or somebody was like, "Yeah, they said we can't use him anymore." So. Oh my god! And that's the that's the cliffhanger. It's yeah. him going away somewhere. Yeah, him so. helping him. So wow, that guy. I know that actor is like those mother efforts. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm sure he's fucking because <laughs> he was just he was just trying to get the fans to to say we should do a, a show. Uh, a Terminator show, and I. Oh man, I know yeah. you're bad. I don't want to be around. I'm glad I wasn't around that dude when he when he saw that news. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you think the deal is with Fitz? Like, why? Like, why do you think they held him back? Like, if he was just going to end up in the future anyway, why didn't he go with them? It. I think they needed. I think that he's the linchpin, right? Like he's the linchpin to get Enoch in yeah, the I game. Think, I think the only way for them to get back is with 
Enoch and he, yeah, I don't know. I think, but like, why not let him go? Hand, in the, like, why not take him in the first place? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe just so he I, wouldn't be integrated into like the the little the, system they're in where they're yeah. prevented from acting. Because he doesn't work in that. He doesn't work in that framework. You know, in that in that in that thing. Like, I I can't see Fitz being in that in that environment and him thriving. Like what would happen with Fitz? He can't use technology. Yeah, can't. it just it just seemed he, odd. Like I, and I don't know, maybe if what they I, were trying to say yeah, was, I get what I get what you're saying. Like the Fed, maybe the Feds were closing in on him anyway, and so they didn't have time to go get their stuff, and so maybe keeping Fitz separate, maybe all that reading he was doing. Well, he would never, he would never get. They would never get their stuff without him. Well, that's like, what I'm saying. The like, only maybe, reason, yeah, if, he, if that's the purpose, is for him to get their mm-hmm. stuff, but. But again, it just seems like, okay, they could have found weapons anywhere. And, you know, the whole thing with Daisy and the gauntlets, like sometimes she needs them, sometimes she doesn't need them. Like, it's. Yeah, she hasn't seemed to need it. She hasn't seemed to need them at all so far this season. Yeah, not she's anymore. been using her powers fine. And yeah. Right. It doesn't seem to be hurting and her. And the gauntlets so. were definitely in, that, in the case. Like, it was the gauntlets. Yeah, yeah. yeah the they guns, made a big deal out of that. Shotgun yeah. axe. And they seem to be hitting like she's going to get, she's getting more powerful too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's the, the kind of a hint, like maybe that you know, like that she might do something. I don't know, it's just it's, catastrophic or something. It just seemed weird. Like I, I just, I don't get. And maybe it'll become more yeah. clear. But yeah. I think but I, I I've come, I've come to find like whenever there's something where I'm like, did they just do that for like a plot device on Shield? They always find a way to make it like, yeah, make sense. Yeah. So for now, I'm like, I think they're. I, I don't I think they knew how to write this. I don't think they knew how to write fits in that environment and make it and make it work for them. He's he's so out of place in that, right? What, what would he do? Like, what would what would he be the guy to get beat up constantly? Like, yeah, but they could have they could easily wrote around that as kind of like you know where he he's hiding or he's you know running around you know the like keeping a low profile. I mean, they could have they could have done that to where he didn't get caught up. Kind of like with Simmons, right? Like Simmons ended up, yeah, ended up. Or even kind of Daisy, separate. she's kind and of Daisy too, doing her own thing. Yeah. Well, I think it kind of works when Simmons is a. I think it worked Simmons being on her own, and we don't see Fitz for a minute because Fitz would be just so like he is just so devoted to her. Yeah. To the point where I don't know how he would be able to make it without. Like if they took her away. I don't know how he, they would get him to be calm enough to follow a plan. It's like you have to take her completely away from him, and then it's like a switch goes off for Fitz. Yeah, and then yeah. the planning Fitz happens. Like there's a there's a Terminator switch for Fitz, right? Like if you take Fitz complete, if you if you take Jim away completely, where he has no info really of what's happening to her, he doesn't know where she is. Like if she's too close to him, then he kind of loses it, right? Trying to trying to save her. But if you take her completely off the board, it's almost like he's like, I can't think about her like that. All I all I could do is think about how I'm the steps I have to take to get back to her, which is crazy. The plan he has to do this, like that is an insane plan um, to be like, ah, I'll just go to sleep. Like anything could have went wrong with that, right? But yeah. He doesn't even think. He doesn't even blink. It's not even a question. It's like you know, to be with her, it's got to. It's, it's just gonna get done. It's just, you know, like, and I think we liked seeing him like that. They played with that what three three other times. 
when she was, you know, when she was gone on that other planet and he kind of was going all over the place being like Indiana Jones, secret agent, man. Uh, that's when all she mixed was up in the one. Yeah, that's when she was doing the Hydra thing. Oh, no, no, you're right. That's so, when she, yeah, when she was on the other planet. Yeah. Yeah. Like he had no, he had no info, didn't know how he just went on a hope. Like I could get to her. Like, but it, I think that, that they like playing with him like that. I think they like playing with that character where other people would have gave up hope. Like, like she said, how the hell am I going to get to her down? Like, everybody else would have gave up hope. But this guy, Fitz, doesn't, right? He, he figures out something. He figures out a plan from nothing. And I think they like writing him. I think they like showing the underdog, which is Fitz. He's, you know, he's kind of the underdog. I think they like showing him uh, doing all these things to finally get to her, yeah. to help. <clears throat> So it'll be interesting. I'm I'm curious to see what they, uh, what 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 they do. So we don't we we're mm-hmm. we're on hiatus this week. There's no episode uh, this week for uh, for you know between this Christmas and New Year break. But then it'll be back. Yeah. Um, January fifth, and then I think it's a straight. I think pretty much a straight run to the end. But yeah. So I'm I'm curious. I'm I'm I, again to see what they what they do and how they how they kind of fix things mm-hmm. back and. Um, and, and what goes on from here. So it's been, it's like yeah. I said, it's just, it, they found a way to, I think, reinvent the show a bit and, and make it interesting. So, yeah. Yeah, it's fun. I, the only thing getting on my nerves is something Mac is getting on my nerves a little bit. I think he's a little Sometimes. too, uh, too reserved. Like, like, yeah. Like he goes back and forth a little too. Like, first he's like, I just can't, I don't want this to change us. I don't want this to change us. And, you know, and, and then the switch goes off. It's like we're in a situation where you don't have we don't have the luxury. Like I, I didn't even I didn't like the point of him going at yo yo like that when she um, switched the things on that guy. Um, the dude was gonna like there there were twice there there two times where it was like the only other way out. Like it wasn't even a moral quandary to kill this person. This person was trying to kill us. Like this was not. This is not one of those things where it's like he didn't try to harm us, but if we, but it would be easy to just kill him so that they don't learn about us, kind of thing. Right. This is somebody who's been murdering and kill. Like he does. This guy's evil. Like he he is. He's been shown to be bad, and you know he's jumped in on this and been like, you know, I, I keep and and then like we're not going to kill him. Like it did, that didn't make sense. Like on a, when they age, they're agents. Like you can't forget that they've been agents and they've done stuff like this multiple times. Like, so there, it's just, I know they wanted to have Mac be the, that moral, you know, compass for them, but I think it was a little stretch in the situation they were in to kind of make him question it's too much. Yeah. It's, it's almost like they, they feel like they're getting some laughs out of him being the skeptic and, and whatnot. And so they're just like turning that up to 11. Yeah. Yeah. But good stuff. I mean, it's, it's like I said, mm-hmm. I, I, I like where the show is going. So, um, yeah, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully it'll continue its path and we see what they do. Yeah. Yeah. So you want to talk runaways next? Yeah, yeah. You, so Matthew, what do you? So we kind of talked about the first four or five episodes last week, um, and kind of okay. s- sung its praises. What, what's your kind of take been on Runaways? Same. I mean, I 
it's um, my friend and I were like ranking all our favorite uh, Marvel shows, uh, and it was number two for both of us, right behind Jessica Jones. Um, I've I've really been a, I really like it. It's so different from every, not just the other Marvel stuff, but just uh, other superhero shows in general. I mean, mm-hmm. even though it sort of does the sort of like teen vibe thing, it's so different from like the CW stuff. And, yeah. It's not a hero's journey. That's what I think yeah, I like yeah, about yeah. it. Watching the, it, it's like they have totally slowed down the story, right? This usually, if you do that with any, that's been a complaint with every superhero show is how they slow down everything. And yeah. it feels like stretching to do it with other shows. But I think because of Runaways being, these are not superheroes. These are not, these are not anybody, none of them want to be Spider-Man. Right. Yeah. The, because it's so different, and I think that that's what people were talking about, where we need to start pulling some different stories out of the comics, not just the same stories, but just superheroes, the same hero's journey with everything, because it always feels like the beats are the same. But for Runaways, they have really slowed it down and kind of expanded the roles of the parents a lot more than the comics. And it worked so well because Runaways was a character-driven story. It wasn't a superhero story. It wasn't a we come together as as a team to fight the villains, really. It was more of we had to come together because of the circumstance to deal with this our parents who are doing this bad thing and no one believes us. Right. And not even just that they're villains, but just like, these are our parents and we have to deal with it. So it's, it's like very personal, you know, it's Um, all of it's personal. This entire show so far has been very, the the music is amazing. See, that's, I I love the soundtrack for the show. That's one. And music all the way through. I, so (laughs) it's funny you mentioned that because that's one area I think is very weak. Personally, for me, for the oh, show, really? yeah, really? Not, that's, my, that's one of my favorite uh, things. The, about I the like show. the opening theme. There's soundtrack music everywhere. There's soundtrack music throughout the whole yeah, show. Yeah, it it just has that weird like I can't even I can't describe it, but like the music in the open, like in the theme in the in the, the opening credits, like mm-hmm. that just makes me nuts. Like I just I don't like it at all. It is an oh, an, wow. I would I would say it's an anime. This is as close to an American anime that I've ever yeah. seen. Which was the point of the comic, too. Which was the was, point of the comic. Because it, it, uh, it was on Tsunami, which was like Marvel's imprint right. to appeal right. to like anime right. readers. Right. So, mm-hmm. Which they called out in this most recent episode with their panic word being Tsunami. Yes. Right. right. The timely coffee um, shop. That's, where they, uh, that's, that's kind of a cool little nod, too. School was another, another previous Marvel name. Uh, timely. And Atlas. Yep. Oh, Atlas. Yes. Yep. Yes. Atlas Academy. Atlas Academy. Um, did you see? Did you see the? Uh, did you think Stan Lee would be in this at all? I did not. I didn't even think about him until he saw him. Until I saw him. It, you know what's interesting is I wonder if that's one of the cameos that. Uh, uh, that James Gunn shot, you know, because he said he shot like the next Maybe. four or five cameos from him all in one afternoon. Uh, well, didn't they say they knocked out like 20, 20 of them eventually? They got to 20. Yeah, I don't, I don't know about that, though, because I think I, I bet the ones James Gunn did will all be like in Guardians where they 
they're sort of separate from the action, probably, you know, like probably. they were on a sound stage and they could just insert right. it in whatever movie, you know, Yeah, maybe. And then I just thought, because or, it's like, or is with that, you never see yeah, them and him in the same. True. Yeah. In, true. In the no. same frame. No. Nope. So, no. Nope. Cause they said they, they, I remember they saying they like, they tried to do like as many as they could yeah. of just him in all certain situations and they would just fit it to whatever they think it works best. for. Yeah. That sort of implies though, that I, I mean, the way that showrunners were talking about it was like, they ran through a bunch of stuff. So I, I don't know that like James Gunn would be sitting there like working with the runaway showrunners. Well, I think, like, I think it could have been just like, Hey, we have this one. We'll, we'll make it work. Like yeah. we'll, we'll find uh, a way. Yeah, I thought it was just available. Yeah. yeah I thought, I thought that when uh, they said it in, huh. the, in the report that they just have it all filmed. And Interesting. Then, I, I, they, I thought it was they were saying they were working with Stan Lee specifically to craft those, but yeah, that could be it. Be I mean, think about it. Like, no, they, they could have put that. There's in. just like a collection of Stan Lee cameras, yeah. and like each well, that's each show and movie they, can just be like, oh, I did on that one. They, it, it's like doing a whole bunch of comic book covers, right? It's like one guy doing yeah. like thirty yeah. comic book covers. You don't know before the comics are even. You don't even know what the comics they're going to go like to. Like inventory covers, like they'll just find a find inventory a, find covers, a yeah. Or like the variant ones where it's all based on like a theme, right, right, and it doesn't really have anything to do with the comic, yeah. right? It's just Spider Man on a like Spider Man sticking to a wall. You can you can find a place to put that, yeah, it, yeah. right. It could it could go on like multiple comics, depending on uh, you know how you do it. But I think that's why they did it with him. They just filmed like a whole bunch of stuff with him eventually until they got up to whatever number. I think it was a high number, though. It was a pretty high number that yeah, they said they had did. Don't you think they would have said, like, oh, James Gunn shot this? Like, wouldn't that be a big deal? Yeah, maybe. To- and, and yeah, that, and it totally could have been him. That it, it specifically shot for Runaway. I just, I just thought it was interesting because I know that he did a bunch of them. And right, so I'm yeah, just yeah. curious if they're just like, there's just like a like a list of them somewhere and you know, like they shot Stanley, you know, working yeah. on a hot dog stand and they shot Stanley, right. you know, I don't know. UPS that's what driver I think they did a lot of that. Yeah. 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 I think that's what they did so, a lot of that. But one of the, one of the things I like about the show is it's, it's easy to just make it to where, and this is where I think it's, it's, it, it's kind of realistic, right? Like, in mm-hmm. our lives, our parents have made us mad, right? Like, really done stuff that's just, totally. like, enraged us. But at the end of the day, mm-hmm. they're still your parents. And so right. I think they've done a pretty cool job of, like, like you get into that one, the, like, in the last episode where Chase is like, no, like, he grabs the notebook from from Alex and slams it on the ground. He's like, no, you can't release these uh you you can't release this stuff. It's like yeah, they're they're terrible, but they're still they're still our parents. And you you kind of see right. each of them waver, even if it's not overt. Like a lot of times, it's just even mm-hmm. facial expressions where you're like, yeah. they're not on board. Like they they vacillate between being on board with with turning them in and not being on board with turning them in. And it's like depending on the interactions they have, uh, each of them, it it kind of has changed their. Uh, their opinions yeah. and and they're teenagers yeah. so it, it makes it makes sense that and it's not and these are not this is not captain america right like if steve rogers yes. does something bad no matter who did it you expect him to be the one to be like no this is wrong yeah. you know i have to stop you this ain't that deal like these are these are just kids you know these are just good kids and they all have different relationships with their parents like alex 
has had the benefit of having a good relationship with both his parents. So when he sees what they've done, he's like, I, I gotta, I gotta do something about it. Like he's more, well, he's, he, he's the one who actually saw the video, you know, like him and yeah. Ego, everybody else. It's like, imagine you're in that situation. Like you don't, they didn't, you didn't see them explicitly kill anybody. You know, you right. just saw like a weird thing. They go in a pod right. and it's like, You'd have a hard time being like, uh, I don't know what I saw. And who knows so what that person did? Outside of like Nico and Alex, right? Like maybe right, exactly. exactly. I don't know that person. Yeah, maybe they did something exactly. more horrible. Like, I'm right. going to tell so, myself it's got to be something more than you know. It's got to be something worth. Yeah. why they did it. And at the same time, it's like half of them are discovering superpowers and all this weird stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's not as if unexplained things are happening around them. So. They're in a time when it's like all this weird stuff is happening. So maybe, you know, it's like it leaves a lot of room for doubt. And I think they've done a good job playing with that. Yeah. And on top of neglect, like Chase has been neglected by his father. Right. Used. So abused, neglected. Like it's like one minute he hates him. And then and that's the thing with, you know, with abusive parents, too. Like if you have that, you know, if you have the unfortunate uh, life to, to go through that, you just don't hate them. You just don't stay hating them. It's more like I wish they would stop hurting. Right. Me. Right. And he got I, that glimpse. It's all, yeah. Yeah. And he, and, and it's almost like you want, you want, they want, they just want to have a good relationship with their parents. They don't want them in jail. They don't want them taken away. They don't want to leave them. They just want to have them, but have them not be mean. So when they're on a good day, like when he was helping him with the gauntlets and Chase was just so happy, like to, to have his father on a good day. It's like, you remember the good days, even though there might be more bad days. Yeah. Right. So the, the show has done a good job of showing that too. Like you hold on to the good days. Like maybe they're not so bad. Like he's just, and you can't be mad at him for it either. And, and Nico, like her mother is not, <laughs> Her mother is pretty bad, like pretty hard to deal with and cold. But when her mother started to teach her things and open up to her, it's like maybe she's not so bad anymore. Yeah. Right. Right. So she, Plus, she like her started, father doesn't seem bad. So then it's hard no. to say, like, well, why would he do something evil? Right. Like, right. So it's like it's it's so conflicting that you can't. I'm I'm on the roller coaster with the kids. It's like I feel so bad. Like you, in one minute you're like, well, maybe they're not so evil. Then they do something like, I just hit a prostitute on the head and take them and uh, and 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 substitute that person for it, you know. And then they'll say something like, that person doesn't matter. But then another one of the group will say they all matter, and it'll be someone who you thought was super evil, like the you know the lady that runs the church. You think she doesn't care about anybody. You think she just wants to uh have to keep this church but then she says things like that in in different situations where it makes you well, think well, maybe or she does care like a, a she's been in like a weird uh possibly abusive relationship herself yep. like yep. i mean it's, it's so layered jonah's been watching her since she was a little kid i mean yeah yeah yeah, yeah I'm, that's so, so layered it's so layered that sounds terrible and, and then, <laughs> like, and then so he's hard. obviously uh carolina's father right i mean so yeah oh God, that's my assumption. so that's my assumption that makes it even weirder right yeah because then it's like and she and, clearly like has hinted that 
she's not, she seems like she's been, um, sort of like brainwashed a little, you know? Oh yeah. yeah. Like On top she, of- she seems to not really want, she seems to understand how messed up her relationship with Joan yeah. is. And she's scared for Caroline. So like she doesn't <laughs> yeah. want her to really, she almost like when he first, when he was healed again and she, he was like, I can't wait to see her like her. The, the can't, she does a nice look at the, not a look at the camera, but just a nice turn away where she's thinking, it's almost like it's almost like I think he would do something even more horrible to yeah. her. Like I want, I I don't want, I want to get her away. Like it's almost like I if there's a yeah. if I could get her away from this guy, I would like like any cult, right? Where yeah. they where they want the daughters and the mothers to be just as devoted, and it's just it's creepy and it's yeah and it's and it's so layered because they at the same time they can be with this guy, right? They can kill for this person they can you know they do all these things but then when it, it's their child too so it's like the mother instinct fights the fights against the programming yeah almost like and and none of this sounds like a superhero show right and that's the thing because it's not and and that's what's yeah. funny is it's it for the most part it it's completely disconnected from the mcu like there's nothing overt in here, no, like I haven't yeah, seen any. Doesn't, I haven't seen any. Not even a mention. I haven't seen any. Stark, they also like Stark industry nothing. stuff. I haven't. And there's there's nothing. been no there's been no. T- I mean, Alex says when he watches the video, he's like, "This is probably the worst thing anybody's ever seen." Yeah, like yeah, yep. that doesn't sound like a world where like aliens have invaded. And, you should and be used to this. Super right. villains everywhere. Yeah, yeah. and none right. of them have been like, "Oh, I have powers now," just like all those famous <laughs> superheroes. Yeah. Like Molly's never like, wow, I'm like the Hulk, you know, like that'd be the first thing you'd see. And like, uh, exactly. You'd, you'd hear about Stark or something. I mean, we've got yeah. a, a rival, two rival tech companies, like, mm-hmm. you know, all these scientists, none of them have ever. Yeah. And I, and, and I think and, that makes it better because the the hard, one of the hard things to believe about the first runaways, the, the, the comic version of runaways is that. In a world filled with that many superheroes and situations like that, somebody would believe them. Like you could find a superhero and somebody would eventually believe them. Like, you know, like why it doesn't make sense. I mean, they had to find reasons to keep them away from other superheroes. They didn't even, I think the the first superheroes they ever even dealt with was the X-Men because the the X-Men is so far away from you know, being thought of as superheroes that they can get, right? So they would team up with, I think, and then they teamed up with the Young Avengers, and the Young Avengers yeah. were kind of the outward, you know, they were thought of, like, as the outcast. But I think I think they probably thought about it, like, how do you do this? Like, if it was really this bad, wouldn't you just call Stark? Or, I mean, these are, like, these they're, they're they're part of, like, Families. These are these are prominent families, right? So you would think he would take a call from one of them, you know, like from a, from a prominent family, like someone in their circles. Like, why wouldn't yeah. they just tell? She, you know, why wouldn't they tell some type of shield or something? Like, if they yeah. knew this stuff was going on, yeah. or somebody would report them to to someone, yeah. some homeland security or something like that. But take yeah. that all away. Put them in a universe where there are no superheroes. It's really, it's like it. It makes the it makes it either ten. It makes it ten times harder 
to stop their parents because who would believe you? Yeah. Plus, like, the staff of one, they pretty explicitly say that's not the same one from Doctor Strange. Yeah. Right. Which also had a Tina Minoru in it. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's that's the first uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The was... continuity issue. Totally. Especially when they said this is just technology. Well, yeah, that, right. like, that's then, the closest. She made yeah, it. that's the closest I think it's come to crossing is, is when she said, no, it's not magic. It's, it's, it's technology or it's, it's, it's not yeah. magic. Right. So, but I mean, she like called it techno te- magic. Yeah. Or something. She called it yeah. techno. But like the Tina and Dr. Strange was way younger. Like way, she was yeah. like almost the age of Nico. Yeah, and clearly that was like an ancient artifact that was being housed somewhere, not like a piece of tech that was created in a lab. So it, yeah, it just that—that's a pretty big, uh, you know, continuity issue. I think it's smart though to leave it away from. I think that's best to kind of, especially with runaways. I and I think this must. Go, I think this kind of will go to the fact that I don't think they're doing any more. Um, TV shows until um, they get the app thing set up. Like the, in yeah. terms of the ABC thing. Which I could don't just think they're be, doing anything else. Could just be Hulu, though. Because, I mean, Disney yeah. now owns a controlling interest in Hulu. So right, right. if they so, buy out Comcast, then mm-hmm. they've got their app right there. Right. Yeah. So and I, a show I, I, on it already. <laughs> and they have, I mean, and they've done so many updates to Hulu, too. Like, it's, I just can't see them, like, folding Hulu either. So, no, no, I don't think it, so. Plus, it's got just, Handmaid's Tale. Like, yeah, I, I, I could see them doing other other Marvel material, like the other Marvel stuff that is just nowhere near superhero stuff. Like, these are different types of stories. I could yeah. see them pulling some more of those and doing it on Hulu if this if this is successful. Like, if this continues to be successful to do this at Runaways, I think I could see them doing this with other properties as well, like that they have. <clears throat> Indeed. You know. But I'm, I'm curious where this is going because, you know, Victor, you know, as of the last episode, like Victor is in stasis after being shot by his wife because he's, mm-hmm. you know, he was given this treatment by, um, by Jonah that kind of makes him a little crazy. You know, we've seen it. It has these crazy withdrawal side effects and. Um, right. And they sent Molly away to live, you know, with a, with a relative and like it, it just and and there's a purpose, you know, again, it goes back to the property, right? Like, you know, there's mm-hmm. the property um, that they're they're getting ready to start construction on and we don't know what they're building there, but it definitely has something right. to do with Jonah and uh, and Victor obviously has from a technology standpoint or from a from an invention like the, he's needed for for whatever it is that this thing is is going to be. So there there's a lot of little mysteries and stuff that are that are going on. So I'm I'm really curious to see yeah. uh where this thing where this thing ends cuz there's there's not I mean there's what, right. like two more episodes I think. I think so. Yeah. It's yeah. just 10 cuz that was 8 and there's only 10 yeah. so like in and even with this I mean I like it's so far away from that. I mean it, this is something that's so far away from comics now. Yeah. Because it's kind of it's a different world. Like I don't. Yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's very different at this point. I really don't know where they're gonna go with this. Like I don't. And, and it's, do you yeah. think they're saying that Alex has like he's like some sort of technopath or something, or 
I think they will. Or are they just Something trying like to that. say, well, because of Nico's sister, like that's how he was able to get um, Tina's password. But that seems weird. Like she wouldn't reset it if she knew she was. Hacked. Yeah. Well, and, they and he also the... never admitted that. Right. Like they yeah. never cleared that one little bit up. Like he never did explain how he got the password. <laughs> And the and that's another thing too because in the comic, you know, spoil. I mean, it's a spoiler, but I mean, the comic's been out a long time. Yeah, and in the comic, he is the 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 whole deal was he was the traitor. He was the one working yeah. for the pride. And I don't right? think that's going to happen at this point. It I just don't think they're dealing with yeah, that. Yeah, I don't think it doesn't they, make sense at this point. They they wanted to keep him non powered and and smart. Right, that was what Brian K. Vaughn wanted to do. But there are other things that he, you know, like it could be, you know, every art, every writer has other things on the, you know, the, they thought of doing after the character's been killed off. Yeah, Actually, yeah. You want to go know that he's consulted on the show, so. I yes. Mean. Right. And he regretted, <laughs> and I think that there was some regret that making the, the black character at that time, because that was in the close to the 2000s, 90s, where there was just so many angry characters that a lot of people had latched on to Alex being not Luke Cage, right? There's right. so many Luke Cage knockoffs over, the, right. over the, the course of that, of being just a smart, you know, super smart and the leader of the of the team. And there were so many that did it. And then to make him the bad guy at the end, right? he right. had talked about regretting that. So, I mean, so um, yeah, I wonder I if this is I his... See it happening. I wonder if this is his chance to kind of, you know, because once they ended, once he left Runaways, it never got back on its feet, really. No. In prominence. No. I mean, it, it, it they tried, but it just never, I think Runaways was such a, it was one of those things that should have ended when he left. And it and it just didn't. And I, 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 I yeah, I just, I wonder like if that's, Kind of, I don't see this. I mean, I just wonder because it kind of, I don't see this going more than maybe two, three seasons. Yeah, I'd be fine. Yeah, with and that. I think, I, I think, which I think I is think good. good. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Good. I think more shows should do that, but like on purpose. I, I agree. Yeah, like not I, like Agent Carter where it gets like pulled out from under yes, us. Yes, like, I totally agree. Yeah. Go Which in I, like a, a British show, like knowing you're getting two seasons mm-hmm. or whatever. Well, like in anime, so the most anime ends, they, they don't continue. Right, right. And this was supposed to not continue. I I think the way he wrote it, it was to, it could stop. And I think yeah. that that's, it feels like that's how they're going with this particular show. Like yeah, it, it'll, it'll run its course. They stop the, once you stop the parents, like what else do you do? Yeah. yeah, they have. It is interesting. They built up the parents so much that, you know, even if the season ends with them, you know, running away and that's kind of next season. I, I don't know. I could still see them doing that, like focusing on them and the parents. But mm-hmm. yeah, I, could, I, I couldn't see that going on past like one more season, maybe, which. And then you know. and then you get an ending. Then you get an ending of seeing them in the future. Maybe you get to yeah, see I mean, what they turn too many out. Seasons how they... down the road, then they're adults. Right. And then it's and then right. it's just a whole different right. dynamic. They're not they're not kid. You know, part of what makes it mm-hmm. the, makes this interesting is they're kids, and now they're teenagers. Right. Yeah, but they right. they they still have to to conform with school and social interactions and mm-hmm. parent child relationships and all this other kind of stuff. And you know, you fast forward three or four years, and then they're you know they're not children anymore. So. You pretty much Harry Potter this, right? Yeah. You, you get them to a point, and then you yeah. 
you kind of you can do a little thing of oh so and so and so and so get together they have kids and you know he goes off and chase is smart he he embraces his you know his intelligence and goes off and 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 forms his own company you know think things like that like they you kind of kind of and then maybe we get like a glimpse into the future again with the machine and it kind of shows a better future than than what we thought it would have been but yeah it's just i mean it's just very well done the writing is is really good and it's Mm -hmm. like you're like we're saying for a show that um that hasn't really moved beyond what happened in the first episode it doesn't feel like it's dragging i they they, no no, not at all not at all i feel like gifted has the opposite effect a little bit uh yeah yeah, I think so. You know, just to jump sideways, but just in terms of a show that feels like it's still kind of like recycling the same bit over and I over. Agree. I totally agree. Whereas, and I mean, I, I'm enjoying that show, so but, but, you know, I think Runaways has done a much better job of like staying in the same basic like gear or scenario or whatever, but making it, you know, still feel very tense and interesting. Yeah, Gifted is still X-Men. I, I love guilty. I love gifted too. But gifted yeah, I do is too. Still, but I mean, they're gift- still like they're in that bunker. It's like nothing really happened until this yeah. like last episode. Like not right. a whole lot was happening. Yeah, gifted is still gifted is still dealing is still pretty much dealing with the same thing the X Men have to deal with. It's just they have less tools to deal with it, right? You're, you're still dealing with that that whole thing of you know. The, the government wanting to uh right and it's just sort of like a case of the week like okay who, what's our right. what's our run this yeah. week and then we go back to the bunker and then you know so um which which is fine but i just think yeah i think runaways is doing a much better job of like not things aren't radically changing but and they're doing a good job letting the mysteries like slowly build but i don't feel like it, it doesn't feel like season one of shield where you just want to find out what happened to Coulson. You're like sick of the build right. up. It's like, just tell us we don't care anymore. Like yeah, this is like, you're slowly learning about like the church and Joan mm-hmm. and all this stuff, but it, it makes sense. It's not like anybody's lying or withholding stuff. It just, yeah, I don't know. It, it feels like it's stuff built is just for naturally. It. Yeah. It's just because naturally it's built like for it. out. Yeah. That's, that's the thing. When Brian Kavon did this, he built it. It like the way that he built it, it's built to be this way. Like it's a, animes take time like they actually let characters develop they don't like there's no crossover there's no big event you have to worry about so it's like you could if you do this you know on a show it's it's like yeah let's take time and let's let's get into the relationship with the parents let's let's get it you know let's develop these feelings these kids are going through like we that's kind of what it was built to do anyway um and you don't have to worry about the you know, we got to get this done in 12 issues and the artist had to get it. And then you don't even have to worry about that. This is, you know, this is totally different now. This is, this is a dude that I, plus he's a dude that understands TV. So when he did this comic, I'm pretty sure he, 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 in his mind, I'm pretty sure he worked it out. If it was a TV show in his head. Yeah. So that it can work that way. There's so like, he probably had a Bible for these characters, right? Oh, sure that it makes it a lot better, a lot easier to to for someone to put that on on the screen, especially on a Hulu thing as opposed to a a format of a network. It's pretty good. I I I hope this inspires them to pull more projects like that. 
um, yeah, that are different, nice. that are different, like in both sides. I, I, you know, the same thing with DC too. Like I'd, I'd love to see different projects pulled that, uh, you know, that you, you wouldn't necessarily, that are not necessarily superhero based. Yep. Yep. Like scout was stopped. <laughs> like that's, that was kind of sad what happened to that before it even started. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, that I've been wondering. What well, that's because that. WGN America decided they don't. Failed. They don't want to do. Oh, they, right. They don't yeah. want to do scripted. Yeah. They just want to do crime mm-hmm. stuff. That's it. Like, period. End that's disappointing. I, yeah. I've been wondering what happened. I was, I was like because following the, that earlier yeah. this year, and then I was it's like, so what sad. To that? The, the network that bought them basically failed. Like all the shows that they yeah. did, basically, it basically failed, and and. Um, they just said, nah, we're not even going to try anymore. We're just going to do that. That's a bummer. That would have been a pretty interesting, unique show. I think it's going to be picked gung-ho up. For I think it, it'll, it'll go to Stars or Showtime or yeah. or something like that. I don't uh, – that, yeah. that show's going to I feel like done. FX or AMC or something. Like, you could do that. Well, the only reason why I was cool with it being on WGN is because they, because they were a new network. They were doing rated R work. Yeah. On those sure. shows, like a lot of those shows are, we're doing rated R kind of stuff. I mean, so I was like, oh, okay, because I think it works best because this is a rated R story. So it works. I think it works best on a network that allows them to kind of push those boundaries um, that they're definitely not going to be able to do any, you know, in a regular network. So I, I hope someone picks it up. I do because they cast everybody. We had. You know, that's so many Native Americans on a, in a cast that they've never had that many before. I know. Together. Uh, the story is so good. <clears throat> like, you know, the material they're working with is so good. Like, it's just, ah, man, it's just, uh, it's kind of heartbreaking that you're, you know, you're getting everything together and then, and then it just got pulled out from under them before it even got a chance to air. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like I said, I think that should so. be made. Yeah. All right. So Punisher. So we can finish off the Punisher. So one of the things, so Daryl, last time we talked, you'd only watched, I think, the first five or six. Um, right. And we, so we talked about those. Um, the one I wanted to talk about, uh, primarily was, I thought was one mm-hmm. of the really good episodes was the virtue of the vicious, which is episode 10. Um, was that the one with the mint when they all have the, the, they, uh, all tell different yes. stories of what happened in the yeah. room? Okay. Yeah. That I didn't realize I was watching that. I didn't realize that was the episode you were talking about until I was really, really in the middle of it. And then I'm thinking, this is what Russ was talking about. Yeah, I I I like these kind of episodes personally. I just I like this m- method of storytelling. I mean, obviously not for every every episode of a series, but I like right. when they detour and right. they do something like this. Um, it's not unique to the Punisher, um, but it's the only thing. To me, that made the whole Lewis story interesting mm-hmm. um, because I think – and we talked a little bit about this last time, but I wasn't particularly interested in his story. I think it wasn't really no. necessary to the overall narrative. It's almost like they felt like, again, we have to do 13 episodes, so how do we find a way yeah. to pad this out and then say something about – you know, PTSD and soldiers coming back from war and, you know, kind of like show a different side of that, that we're not getting from Frank Castle. Um, Yeah. He was the one character that made me tap out a lot of times when he was on the screen. And part of the problem with that guy is 
um, the actor, uh, Daniel Weber's the actor. He played Lee Harvey mm. Oswald in, 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 uh, 11-22-63, the, the Hulu series on. Right. Yeah, um, yeah. and so every time I see him, I just see, I just see Lee Harvey Oswald. Like I can't, like his mannerisms and everything else, the way his speech uh, pattern is, it just sounds, and he just, I just can't get past it. Like he's kind of playing the same crazy. Yeah. Yeah too like he's it's the same kind of that's probably what it probably helped him to get the get the role probably but yeah i i i did enjoy it and i i it just lewis's part made it just made me feel like they only used that to get karen page into it a little bit more to get her more involved with the punisher yeah yeah and then it was like she was in it, and it, it was almost like it was like they they go through all this crap with him. He's go, he's taken off the board. Then Punisher, you know, then then Castle, her Frank and and her have that look of I want to tear your clothes off, but I can't. And then they're like, "All right, we got to go." Like it's almost to the end of the the, the season. Uh, you go back where you, you know, Karen, you go on back to where you were. Now Frank has to go through this journey to finally say goodbye to his, you know, to his wife. Like he hasn't done that yet. Like this is, and he went off to do that. Like there wasn't a, there wasn't a really good connect. I don't think there was a really good connective tissue or reason for Karen to even be on the show. I don't, I don't think they justified her being on, on the Punisher. I was, I was fine. I mean, I, I think, I like her, but I don't. I, it just, yeah, when I, I thought at, she when fit I, as well as Claire does in most of and the other times when I and listen, shows. I, I love, I love <laughs> me some Claire. I love that actress. I love her to death. But even with that, I think there were issues where it doesn't feel like she sure, needed yeah. to be in. Like Luke Cage story, fine. Yeah, that, they. She's written in it. You know, she's written in it, but when it came to like Iron Fist, and stuff, it just didn't feel like she needed to be in all those episodes. So, and I kind of got that with Karen Page. Like, I just didn't, did, I don't think she was really necessary. But aside of that, though, I, I did enjoy it. I mean, all the stuff he went through, um, I did enjoy what, what happened. Like, especially with, jigsaw being like you could feel his anger even more when they built it up that he was there like he played with his kids like he knew that they were going to get killed all day and to have the scene when they when they when they finally show the scene of jigsaw with his kids and talking to his wife and stuff it's like yeah if you didn't see all the other stuff before this you would really say there's no way he could have been okay with them being murdered. Just, but he was. Yeah. He knew. Yeah. Like, and that, and that made me angry too. Like, it made me not have give any f's when it got to that fight with Punisher. Like, you could stab. Like, I felt that anger too. Stab, shoot. You could do all that stuff you want to do. You're dying with me. If there's no way I'm not going to hurt you or destroy your life. Like I, I, I get like, and I expected him to just kill him, but I did understand 
why he he didn't because he got to that point where he wanted to kind of die because he taken everything away from him. So to take away his his face, like to destroy his face, because yeah. they built him up as a good like I think he was one of the best villains for the for the MCU TV shows. I think he was like one of the best. Jigsaw was one of the best written villains. The way he was developed, because yeah, he didn't did seem good, evil. Good job building him up. Yeah, he he wasn't evil in the very beginning, and then as you slowly begin to see him, and it's for who he is, and it's almost like Frank's fault that he became what he became because right. he tried to pull right. back when they were in Afghanistan. And Frank was the one yep. that pushed forward. Nah, you got to go. You got to yeah. do this. this is, you know, you got you got to be a part of this. So yeah, he kind of he kind of was the the force that pushed him into doing this, and then when you find out what he did to his mom. Yeah, that was a uh... <laughs> wow. Like that's just sadistic. Like yeah. that that's sadistic to do that. Um and then and then just to top it off of like what happened like he okayed it. Like he was like he could have t- like he could have said any time that day he could have said to Frank, They're coming to kill your family, get them out of here now. Right. Right. right? Yeah. Let me that's what I want to ask about because so I was confused in that part because at first I thought that that was happening the day they got killed. But then mm-hmm. I started questioning and thinking it was a flashback to another time that they had all gone. There. No, no, that no. was the day. No, I didn't okay, think that, that was that day. I, all right, all right. Okay. And he only did yeah, I wasn't, it. Be- I, I wasn't totally clear on that because yeah. I thought they had just gone there alone. And so no, when I saw him there, no. I was like, maybe this is another flashback. And on okay. top of it, he only he only did that. He only refrained from telling them was because he didn't want to lose his his position of money and and power, right? Yeah. So that was and that and so when Punisher has that talk with Frank, has that talk with him, and basically said, "That's you. That's all you want. You you want things, right?" And that's true. That's what he want. Like he who's he traded the lives of these people that he knew he probably knew that he probably knew Frank's kids when they were babies up until the age that they were killed. Right. He knew Frank's wife for, you know, for a long time. Right. So like, and I couldn't even put my, I couldn't even put my brain in that same place because there are friends of mine that I've known their kids and I've known their wives for years, I couldn't even like he he did something where I couldn't even put myself in that place to be all right with that, to be able to hang with them, knowing that they're going to murder these people, right? Yeah, and he's sitting there joking with them and 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 just having a great time with them and all that kind of stuff. Like I couldn't even put myself in that in that in that brain. So when Punisher does, when he, Frank is like. That's what it was about you. That like when Frank is going through that pain of of looking at him and he and 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 he does the whole grunts and stuff. It is such an emotional moment where he's sitting there tied up when just looking at that dude. Like just I don't know how he did. Like to to look at the dude that did that. It took away your family like that, and he was your friend. Like you thought of him. You loved that dude, right? It just it was just so emotional and angry i found myself cheering when he was beating him yeah. and like like and it it was almost to that point of i felt like i gave away my humanity in the 
and watching it. Like I didn't care. I was I was I was in grunt. I was in animal mode just like Frank was. Like kill him. Like stab him. Like like torture him. Like that was my mindset as he was doing this stuff. And I think that that's what the Punisher does invoke in you. It's like he's a character that gives into your the lowest common denominator when something happens to you. Like when somebody does something really horrible to people and you and you and your first you know and you get into that mindset of they should be taken out. Like there shouldn't be a discussion. No no trial, no that and it and it really comes back to to the Daredevil thing when he's on that roof with that guy. You know, with Daredevil and he's telling Daredevil what this dude actually did. Right. You know, when he killed that lady, like it all that connected very well. I think like all of that connected very well, where it was almost like the universe said, Frank, you are supposed to be the punisher. I will put, I will put things in your life to, to reassure you that this is the role that you are supposed to have. No matter how many times you, you say you should quit. Only thing threw me off, and when they got to the end, I just don't see the government being cool with that. Yeah, I mean that's that. Yeah, the the one issue I had with the show was them saying, "Oh, we wiped your record clean, and you yeah. know now you're not going to be a wanted man. Just keep a low profile." And I'm just like, "You, eh. you ain't wiping out the internet. Yeah, like, this guy's like a trial. You he's was, a domestic terrorist. That's yeah, the one yeah, thing he, that bugged me was that the." Um, micro, micro's like wife never recognized him. Like, yeah, this guy's yeah, face was never, like, never. what six months yeah. ago was plastered all over TV yeah, and the news, all over the place. And it was one all thing when he had the place. beard, but then yeah, when he shows right. up shaved, it's like, oh, you got to be kidding me! Like, yeah, when he had the beard and stuff, I was like, okay, this, I get it, but like this guy was like a, a terrorist serial killer. Like, yeah. We, yeah. Everybody would know his face. You would know his face. At least, like, put something on him, like, uh, like he was wearing some kind of eye thing or something to make him look a little different every time he walked in. To not or show her as being show up that much. Or, like, I just yeah. If it wasn't not. in New York, like, if it took some place someplace right. different, right? So right. You know, maybe yeah, I wouldn't yeah, pay right. attention or whatever. But right, yeah, yeah, yeah. That that was a that was one of those that was one of those Clark Kent moments. Clark Kent, take my take my glasses off. Yeah, you can't recognize me. Moments. But I like her, though. Like, I liked her, him being in that family, though. I, I would say, I do agree. Like, if they they could have cut some of those scenes. But yeah, I think a lot. A little or something. They could have yeah. trimmed those scenes, but he was so good with them kids. Yeah. Like, even even the little shit that was acting up, like, when he when he bullied them, I like, I even liked how that scene changed. When he, you, you thought, like, because he got to the point where, like, when he punched his sister in the face, because, like, I mean, like, he punched her in the face yeah. on screen. When it, when Frank came at him, like, I'm going to show you. You you won't be tough. I'm going to show you what tough is. And when he just, dra- when he broke and he was like, I'm just so angry. I want you to hurt me. Yeah. I didn't think it was going to go that way. It, it, and it was interesting, too, to see Frank, like, I guess in the comics and whatever, we always think that he has this rosy relationship with his wife and kids, right? Everything was perfect. Right. He was the perfect dad. Like, he loved his kids. They flip it a and, little and bit. They, like, yeah, they, they, they do say that. They do say it in the comics, but then there was a few stories, like with Garth Ennis, that when he said, um, well, he pretty much said, like, this rosy colored life you think you had, 
it really wasn't that. Yeah. Like you had problems with your wife because you couldn't adjust to life at home. Yeah. Either. And they they get into it in the show, too. Yeah, so I thought that was interesting. Because, again, one of the things they've done a pretty good job with this character is not making you feel... At times they do, but overall, they don't... They never come back and say, he's fully redeemed. Like, this, he's really a good person. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Right. You know, even though the government gives him his pardon or whatever. Like, every time he gets to that point, he turns around and does stuff that... Is like no, he's he's a psychopath. Um, yeah, yeah, he likes. He's a high functioning psych- uh, psychopath. Yeah, right. I mean he's right. he's he's essentially a villain, you yeah. know. That is yeah. our protagonist. I mean, you know, he was not ever like a character like him. Punishes hard to put your to wrap your head around because in the comic world, to make him be likable, that you'd want to buy the comic to read it. You can't make him too realistic because real because you make it realistic, he probably would shoot the wrong person when you know sometimes yeah. he probably would yeah. be that collateral damage he pro- like they might be a little bit of racism in it like he might judge a person by color and then be and be mistaken that that wasn't going to be the case, but because we have he's supposed to be a superhero kinda he always makes the right choice, right he never shoots the wrong person. Even in Daredevil season two, every when you when you go back and look, oh yeah, he never shot any. He only shot the bad guys. He never he shot was, any nurses. Well, he was about to though. I mean, he was about to kill that old man on the roof. Yeah, like an innocent person. Just right. Daredevil was making but I, noise. So. But even with that, but even with that, they they try to make it seem like he knew that Daredevil would kind of react and he knew that he could play him that way he wasn't really going to do it like that's the way they want you i think they were playing with the fact that he knew because later on like when they really get into his character i don't think he would have done it i think that that was he knew that daredevil would never let him do it and that's why he yeah maybe but he goes into that hospital with like a shotgun like mm -hmm. in a hospital like shotgun spray everywhere you can't no that's what i'm saying like but but they make a point to put it in the dialogue that he never killed. No, I I know, but it, yeah, it feels it unrealistic. That, like his it does. actions it's the Hulk. were. It's it's the Hulk. Well, yeah, right? yeah, exactly. It, it's it's the Hulk. Except like, oh, except dude. he's in control of himself. The Hulk is at least right. you know a right the, uh, the, a crazy the Hulk monster. <laughs> because if you question it too much, it's like damn, Scarlet Witch should be in prison. Because you can't tell me that people weren't killed yeah. in that in that Iron yeah. Man Hulk fight. So. Scarlet Witch, when she's crying later on that she did the wrong thing, you did the wrong thing when you right, probably right. killed people. You yeah, probably you probably got people killed. You should be in jail. Like there should not be an argument about you going to jail. But even even with Cap, e- even like the um, uh, like like what is he? He kills the the, the district attorney in in Daredevil. It's like it's like right. yeah, she was bad, but. Like bad enough that she had to die. <laughs> like I mean, it was. It, no, well, I thought he didn't kill her. I thought he was. I thought that no, was, she's he killed her. Through, like through, across the street through the through the. Yeah, he killed it. Oh, she yeah, was responsible yeah. for it because she. But they wanted. I think. But they do a job of trying to make it that <sighs> you hate her so much. They tried to, but still, she he killed yeah. her though. He did kill her, and she didn't yeah. have a gun to his face. Like she wasn't. She wasn't holding a hostage. She wasn't like yeah. you know like I, it wasn't. I still, I still treat him as a villain. 
he is a villain. Yeah, I mean, even if they, even if Marvel tries to pull back and be like, yeah. "Oh no, he didn't kill anybody," I mean, I'm like, "Play no, fast and loose with that." I mean, some he's the same yeah. as uh, Kingpin. Like yeah. everything he does is the same thing Kingpin does, except yeah. we say Kingpin's a villain and Punisher's a hero, but they do yeah, yeah. the exact same things. Yeah. I mean. Well, it's funny. He was always meant to be a villain, right? He was, he was supposed right, to be a right. villain. He just was so that popular they, they had to do something with him. Right. People looked yeah. at him and said, no, mom, he's cool. Like, <laughs> like, no, he's a bad guy. You don't shoot Jay Walker. And, yeah. and, he, and he's like, no, he is cool. I like him. I like that uh, outfit and the, the crossbones and all that and the skull. So, yeah, that's what happened. And then, then they had to kind of write him back a little bit. Yeah, and, ma- and make it that no, no, he doesn't kill cops. He doesn't kill soldiers. You know, he kills the only crooked. You know, you got to be evil for him to, you know, to do all those things. They, they kind of switch it up. Hulk was supposed to be a monster. Then they kind of, yeah. you know, flip it back a little bit. I, I like yeah. the one thing I, I will like is I like the way. And again, same thing, the way they, they did him and Micro, where you get mm-hmm. even like, even at the end, okay, yeah, he comes over and they have dinner, whatever. You still never get the yeah. impression. Like, it could have been, to me, I was afraid, okay, these guys are going to hate each other for three episodes and then they're going to be best <laughs> buds. And, no. And it wasn't the lethal weapon effect, right? Like, these guys, no. And even at the end, no. like, I think there's some respect for each other, but I don't think they like each other. And, and, no, no Micro paid, when Micro paid him that money, that that was for him to go away because he was still jealous of how much his family liked Frank. Yeah. I, I still, mean, that was still a. I still think that was a messed up move too. It was a petty moment. It was like still a he, very petty moment. Well, I mean, like the whole thing with like Frank continually going over to his family and stuff oh, like yeah. that. It was like, oh, come yeah. on, what what are you doing? Yeah. Like. You know he's watching this. You know he can't do anything. Like, but some it of it was Micro like a, telling him, like, hey, I can't go. Well, you have to him. go. Like, you have to go do this. He kept yeah. telling him to go. He kept telling him to go. That was yeah. all Micro. Like, it was Micro's so, fault. Some of it, some of it was. I don't know. Well, some of it yeah. was. It didn't F-U. start that way. No, it started out, F you. I'm going to go over there and see how right, you right. like it. See how you like controlling people's lives. I'm going to show you what, you know, what you're not in control of. It started out that way. But when he really began, like, but then it became, you know, then it started to be, well, I can't go, but I need you to go. I need you to help them or whatever. Then it got to, Michael was kind of petty. And it got to a point of, oh, I could risk my life to save your family. But once I heal up, go away. I'm going to give you this illegal money and I want you to go away from my family. Because my wife really did look like she she liked you a lot, a little bit too much. And my daughter really, really liked you too. And my son. So it's like, I don't want you to be near my family because I'm not the hero when you're near my family anymore. It, it was more, it was really realistic with that. Yeah. Like micro, if, if he had stayed around micro, I could see micro doing something bad to get him out. Like, you know, like setting him up or something to get him out because he really was not happy. He's not, he was not a friend of Punishers. He was not a friend of Frank's. He you he totally all of the thing with Michael was to use Frank, and if he had died, he'd have been fine with it. Yeah, but again, I just and I think the banter between them was written really well. You know, it just mm-hmm. just the the back and forth and the you know the yeah. picking at each other and and 
and all that kind of They'd stuff. They'd never be friends. They would never be friends. Like, that's the thing that I like, too. The, the other situation, they would write it as, if situations were different, we would be buddies. No, I don't think there right. is no situation that would ever happen where Micro and Frank would be buddies. Yeah. It just, I, I just, again, I just, I, th- I thought, I thought it was just well written. Um, I, I mm-hmm. you know, we talked about it last time, but you hadn't seen it at the end. But when they bring Frank back to Madani's house, and then we finally mm-hmm. see her dad, who's like, for yeah, like episodes, he's here, it's big sis. Like they talked about him, but we never <laughs> saw him, and then boom, all of a sudden he was the most well paid butler because he's a doctor. Yeah, right? he's a he's a high paid doctor, and all he. He all you saw so far was he was good at he brought wine and dinner. Yeah, yeah. He would he would leave it for her every night. That's that's that was what he did. But uh, yeah, I liked her too. I like. I hope they keep her too for the next for season two, yeah. which they they already yeah. greenlit, which was no surprise to anybody. Yeah, right? no surprise to me. Either, yeah. So, but I, I, I yeah, I, I, I like it. I mean, I, I again, I think as as a whole. It's it's up there in the top tier of the of the Netflix stuff for me. Like I, I just mm-hmm. I thought yeah. this ha- this was very well written, which I, I think you know I enjoyed Defenders and, and I you know Luke Cage and, and Iron Fist had its problems, but I think those three I don't think you could look back and say yeah they were really well written. Um, uh, you know they they had their moments and 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 there was like I said you know Luke, Luke Cage I think had more had better had more good moments than Iron Fist, obviously. And I thought the Defenders right. was pretty good, but I don't think that the Defenders was pr- particularly well-written. I think it just it just worked well. This I thought this show was very well-written. You got yeah. the payoff that they've been setting up for, like, the whole since the beginning. Yeah. That's, that's what Defenders really was. Yeah, kind of yeah. Name this show f- felt like, start to finish, like it had one coherent story it was telling. And it like executed it really well, whereas and may- maybe because it wasn't supposed to exist, right? There wasn't in the plan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, there, yeah. There, so there is no connective. To you. You're not trying. But to even connect like it to Luke, Luke Cage. I mean, the failings of Luke Cage weren't about the connective tissue. You know, it just no, kinda, no. It, it just tried to cram in too many stories. Whereas Punisher, wrote, it was telling the same story, like beginning to end. There was like one thing it was doing. You know. Well, even yeah, I, I would say. Luke Cage was was six episodes too long. Yeah, yeah. yeah you could have told Luke Cage's story. You could have told Luke Cage's story in seven episodes. It'd have been great. Yeah, you didn't I mean, any, if you, you, you everything. Not, mm-hmm, yeah. Well, just you know, every, like yeah, like you're saying, everything while Cottonmouth is still alive is golden. I mean, it was mm-hmm. great. I was super excited. That then, should have been his end. When yeah, he, and then when it he just kind of that should have been like, his end. Yeah. Yeah, the rest of it just was like, eh, eh, it's fine. Like, and then <laughs> I would say Jessica Jones. Like, I liked her. I liked, I I like where it ended up, but I think that like it got it, it's after six seven episodes, it got into a we can't kill off Purple Man yet, so we got to kind of hold, we got a whole pattern for a minute or two, and then we can kind of end that story. With, with yeah. Purple I mean, I think they could all, I think all the net, even Punisher, I think they could all stand to lose two or three episodes. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, if yeah. they were just eight to ten episodes, then. Yeah, I think the only, the only exemption to that rule, I think, is Daredevil season two. I think 13, because it, it kind of, it kind of told three, 
it kind of had a, a more of a like a three act structure. It kind of told like right. more more, more right. like three separate stories. It it didn't. Mm-hmm. I, I felt it flowed better. Um, but yeah, but I think all the, oh way better. yeah, but I think way all the rest better. of them. I think if they were ten to eleven, uh, I think the, if they were between eight eight and ten, I think it would have been fine. Uh, mm-hmm. And so I'm really curious to see because more of these, it seems like more of these Netflix shows are going ten episodes than not. Uh, mm-hmm. I know we said this before. We even thought maybe Punisher would be ten episodes, but I'm really curious to see what we get with um, season three of Daredevil, season two of Jessica Jones. Season two of Luke and Iron Fist, if we see them stick to the 13 episode format or if we see them mm-hmm. play around with that a little bit. Because I would I would love to know why they have to be 13 episodes if they're not commercials. I understand for network television, there's a certain amount of commercials. You have to have it on to fill up a certain amount of slots. Right. I know initially it was because they contracted for the tax cuts. So. Right for that, they, they but had, now yeah, they it, had the, the the total number of episodes. It had to be that, but now that they're past that, I, I yeah, I don't know unless the, unless they are still getting some sort of of deal, and and maybe you know, I, but they're shooting so many shows now that it's like you yeah. wouldn't have to you don't have to do four shows of thirteen episodes. You know, you could do five or six shows, right? Eight or right. 10. And I, I, yeah, I I don't know how that works. I don't know if if like it. it to qualify for the tax credits, like no, they have to be. You have to hire this many people over this many days, and and uh, you know maybe maybe if they did, if, it, if they did ten, <clears throat> the shooting schedule would be much shorter, and then they mm-hmm. wouldn't. You know, the, I don't know. I mean, maybe it just ends up being they, six one half dozen. If they other. if they continue to do this though, I would hope that they do the Daredevil season two method of break it up we got a story arc and we got a four episode story arc and then we get I, another four episode story arc i like yeah, that I, if you're gonna i've do said it. it before but i really wish for jessica jones that it would be just one to two episode arcs yeah just her being yes. a detective because i think they right. could do some really good storytelling that way and then maybe you pepper in like you have the overarching story you know maybe the that was the comic like that that was yeah. exactly how you the do comic like was um you you know it's funny we were speaking about it earlier, but you do like um, with Anatorv um, oh Fringe, Fringe where oh, you yeah. tell what you think is a one off episode, and then at the very right. end you tie it into what's what's going on. You connect yeah, it yeah. later, yeah. Right? yeah. So, you, perfect, so you have the, you know a bunch of one offs that you know mm-hmm. that that there's something in there that moves the story forward, but but it's not the crux of the episode, but. You know, just being her yeah. being a private eye, they could they could do way more police procedural kind of stuff with that show. You know, it's funny how Fringe was telling the Netflix story before there was the Netflix, yeah. the, the original programming. Yeah, I, yeah, mean. I could see They're, that. Like, uh, if you look at the original programming now, especially of sci-fi shows and superhero shows, they are basically telling that the telling stories the way that Fringe did. When they had to do it on network, like they're they're basically doing the same thing yeah. now. So it's funny how that it it, does, it even looks like it a lot of times. It, like it's even shot a lot like how Fringe was shot. And you look at yeah. stuff like the Travelers and stuff like that. It's an underrated show. Oh man, yep. I know. It totally it's one of my one of my all time favorites. I agree. It kept reinventing itself. You know that that's it, 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 it made itself fresh. It totally did. Yeah. So totally did. Well, cool. So. I think we all kind of give it a, a thumbs up for Punisher. I think it was 
Like I said, the, the biggest problem yeah. I had at the, was was the very end. Like I think I I think the way it ended was very well done with with even the interrogation scene with him and the CIA guy. You know, mm-hmm. I thought that was that was really well done. Um, oh yeah, and, and, oh, and yeah. you know how he got himself out of that, I thought was really cool with Madani coming in, um, and then what he did. I'm I'm such a doofus. Like I totally miss the fact that Billy Russo is Jigsaw, like from the comics. Like I don't know, like oh. I don't know why. But then when he started cutting up oh. his face, I'm like, oh yeah, dumbass, that's Jigsaw. Like it was just like, like. <laughs> well, they made it. He was so he was so different though. Yeah, because yeah, like yeah. He, he's he's not like a you know this sort of like a playboy rich you know smart person who's friends with Frank and all that you know. Yeah in the comics. So I think it was just, he seemed like such a different character, but yeah, it, it was a I great, had, I, I liked the reinvention of his origin. Yeah, yeah. I had a, I had the benefit of watching it slowly. So I, you know, there was no way for me not to know he was. Yeah. I just totally jigsaw. like, a, like a, again, when I got to the end, I was like, duh. Um, yeah. But I, it almost makes you wonder though, is the whole reason of keep of doing that to say he's all right to be in New York is to keep him there for, whatever show is Daredevil when Daredevil comes back or something. Like, is he supposed to be there for a particular tie-in so he can show up to help them or something? I don't know. I don't, not that I know. I, I haven't heard about him showing up in Punisher for season three at all. So, No, I mean Punisher showing up in Daredevil. Oh, oh I, get what, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Because there's a big thing with the Kingpin. Like, there's going to be a big move for the Kingpin to... To get revenge, right? Yeah, so, that's the crux of season three. So, yeah, so I'm wondering. Yeah, that's if, interesting. If, they, if that's the easy way to keep him in town, yeah, because it didn't make any sense. I just kept thinking to myself, "There's no way he's gonna when, when this all ends, he's gonna sneak off, pretend to be dead yeah. again, right? Sneak off, leave town, and uh, and that maybe it. will. I mean, it. There's two things, right? Like, it seems like for these Netflix shows, they want to keep it in New York. Like, that's the, that's the thing, mm-hmm. right? Like, it's the Hell's Kitchen right. kind of area. And, and a lot of that's, you know, a lot of that's just because that's where the MCU stuff takes place. Some of it, you know, a lot of it's the tax cut, the tax breaks that the city gave them to, to film there mm-hmm. to make it authentic. But I, I don't know. Maybe they, maybe for season two of Punisher, they give him a new, I hope they give him a new setting. I really do. Because I think, I yeah, think he, they, there's too much happening in New York. Yeah. And they could even, you know, micro relocates. So, uh, you know, they, right. they could, they could still make it work, but cause I, I do hope yeah. they, or micro, I, I do mean, hope they bring him back for a season two. I really do. Yeah. Micro doesn't even need to be in the same room. as him. Right. I mean. True. No, you could just leave him weapons. Yeah. He could just, so, uh, you know, like hook him up and yeah. when he needs him to hook him up or leave him, you know, leaving weapons or something, or I, or I had another place set aside that I never told anybody yeah. about. It's yours, yeah. you know, that type of thing. Like he, because that's how I use micro in the comics too. Like he didn't, you know, he wasn't somebody that he talked to a lot. It was just get me the, you know, I need weapons, and I need, they just wanted someone to give him stuff when he needed right. it, right? And that's kind of what Michael was up until I mean, even the comic. He didn't care about Michael to the point where Michael tried to kill him because of his uh, his son. Yeah. I think it's Michael's son yeah. gets killed. He asked him to save his son. He's like, no, he didn't help him, and his son wound up getting killed. 
And Michael was like, I, I'm sitting there helping you. I thought we were friends. And Punisher's like, I don't have friends in this war. That's not how it goes. I don't, I don't have, I don't have friends. Like that's the coldness of friends. That's the, that's when you realize, Oh man, this dude is not a hero. Yeah. yeah. You know, that type of stuff. So. I mean, yeah. you know, who knows what they're going to do. I just can't see him running around New York and nobody and a cop. Yeah, nobody knows who he is. Say yeah. you're the Punisher. Yeah. Like, you're the freaking Punisher, man. Like, yeah. yeah. You know, I just can't can't see that being or anybody. I mean, you got a phone. You could look it up on your yeah. phone and be like, that's the dude. They took like all my friends, all my drug dealer friends are all, you know, it'll be interesting. I just can't see him. Be all right. See, I don't think we're going to get it in 2018. So it's it's no, definitely going to be no. 2019 before we see that. So and which makes me think that he's going to tie in somewhere with like Punisher. Like that's the that's the person that they they at least have a mutual respect for each other now. When he went to help him, yeah. at the end, right? Like he hates it. Like he he you know Daredevil still hates killing, but still he understands what you know what Frank is doing. Yeah, right. Yep, yep. And Frank has a respect for him that he doesn't have for most. Yep. So. Yeah. We'll see. We will see. Well, cool. All right. Well, end up being a little longer than I thought, but we're we're all caught up at least for now. Um, yeah. We'll yeah. be back uh, probably in a couple weeks and catch up some more. Uh, at that point, we'll probably finish off Runaways and we'll uh, we'll have a few more. Episodes of uh, of uh, Agents of Shield in the can at that point, uh, and then probably after that, uh, we'll come back for for uh, Black Panther. So, since we're about a month away as it is, oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, I'm gonna get my dashiki ready. <laughs> I go to the movies. I'm going all in. <laughs> cool. Uh. All right. Well, thanks, everybody, for joining us, uh, and we will speak to you next time.